Hi, and welcome to my podcast, The Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm glad you found me. I'm Renee Beery, and I love empowering women to take on home projects, both large and small. I have been the only girl on the job site for the past 27 years, and I have seen it all. The good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. With my help, I hope you will be able to avoid the mistakes I've seen in the past and go into your project confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your project is as smooth and successful as possible. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to talk about a really important topic. Uh, it dovetails off of the last podcast where we talked about mindset and coming into a project with the right attitude, not too overly excited, not too jaded and uh, suspect of everyone that you're going to be working with. This goes beyond that. So if you've done the work and you listen to the last podcast, you'll realize how important it is to sort of find that midpoint, that sort of calm yet excited moment in your life that you're going to take on this project. One, because you know it's going to be exciting. Two, you know it's going to be a lot of work. And three, you know there's going to be times where you're really frustrated. And so what happens is every time I get on a new project, I try to explain to a client that in my opinion and what I've seen is that there are basically four stages of emotions on a construction project. And most clients, because this is always in the beginning, they go, oh, okay, yep, sure, whatever you say. And as I'm telling them about it, I know they're hearing wah, 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 wah. And that's okay. You know, they're, they're, they're just assuming that whatever it is I'm describing or have seen in the past will, quote, never happen to them. Not going to happen, Renee. This job's going to be totally different. And they often will say that. And I say back to them, I pray it will, and I hope it does. But if it doesn't, why don't we go over these now? And the reason I do it in the beginning is because, at least in my opinion, I like to know what's coming. I like to be able to plan for things. I don't like surprises unless it's a birthday party. And even those I'm not so fond of. But so the basic things that I have witnessed over and over and over again are these same four stages. The first stage is not surprisingly excitement. You're thrilled, right? You have been probably planning this project for ages, could be months, years, who knows, could be 10 years that you have been planning and dreaming about this project. And that's great, right? We need that. You want to come at it from a little bit of a tempered excitement because this is going to be work, but excitement is normal. And I Years ago, I had a store, a design store, and I would tell my teammates, I would say, the minute someone walks in this front door, we are six months behind on their project. And they'd look at me like I was nuts. Like, what do you mean? We'd never met these people, Renee. And I said, yeah, but these people have been planning and saving and maybe even convincing a partner to be able to take on this. And so when they walk in that door, we're behind because they wanted to start six months ago, maybe longer. And sure enough, time after again, these women would come in and men would come in and they would be so anxious to have it almost immediate. And it it just doesn't happen that way in my world, no matter what you see on TV. So this is normal and excitement's great. 
And then also the excitement's building because if you have been listening along and you've been working through my workbooks and you know listening to the other podcasts, you know that you've been out there doing your research, right? You've been shopping for lack of a better term. And you've been at plumbing supply houses and you've been looking at faucets or you've been at a flooring supply company and looking at the different types of woods and the patterns you can be using and the stain colors. Or if you're doing a kitchen, you've been at a cabinet shop and you know all of this is exciting and it should be, right? It should be. You have basically earned this. You have planned, you have saved. This is the fun stuff. That being said, there will be next phases. So enjoy the excitement, but also know, okay, tell yourself, all right, this will end and I am going to go into probably some form of a fatigue stage. That's your second stage. Now, I can't tell you when that will start. I can't tell you how deep a fatigue it will be. I can't tell you, sadly, how long it will last, but it does kick in. And, and that's actually okay. It's normal. You're human. You have had people in your house for countless days, weeks, months. You're tired of it. And you have no reason not to be tired of it. There's mess. There's dust. There's probably floor coverings on your floor. You can't walk barefoot. I just heard that from a client the other day. She said, not in a, in a bad way. She said, you know, the one thing I miss is I can't walk barefoot. And I said, yes, please don't. There could be anything on, you know, on the floor. So these are little things that people don't realize they're going to miss until it's gone, right? And then it's too late. So the fatigue can also happen because you get bored. There are so many stages of a project that aren't exciting at all. They're not exciting to me either. It's just, I know that it's a part of the process. I was talking to a client and I said, do you want to come? We're gutting the bathroom. And I said, do you want to come upstairs? The, The plumber just finished up. He did all this great work. And the guy's like, yeah, let's go. I want to see this. We go upstairs and he's looking around the room and he's like, what am I looking at? And I said, oh, this is going to be great. I mean, this is where your sink's going to be and you can see the drain pipe is in and then you can see that this is hot and you're cold. And he's like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thanks. And I'm like, oh, okay. So for him, it was boring beyond belief. But what it signified and what I reminded him it signified was progress, right? So while the plumbing wasn't very exciting, it's now done check the box. And now we can move on to the next stage that gets us a little bit closer to the goal line. It gets us a little bit closer to the more enjoyable and more exciting parts like tiling the bathroom and putting it all back into into one piece. But, you know, these are just the normal pieces of any project. And, you know, you'll hear me time and again say it is not like what it is on TV. It just isn't. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's really fun. And, And we all look forward to those. And that's what I do in this time period. I tell people to sit down. I'll sit down with them and look at the schedule and plot it out and say, okay, I think we're going to be doing X, Y, and Z for another two weeks. It's probably going to be a little boring. So let's focus on what's coming after that. Okay. After that. So for instance, in this bathroom, it's been a boring week. We're about to head into another boring week because they're going to, you know, 
close in the walls. Well, that's not, it's noisy and not exciting. But the following week, guess what happens? Tile setter comes in. And while it won't be on day one that he's, you know, installing the tile, but it's it's that moment where the tile boxes get open and we start doing the dry layouts and we start getting into the colors and the patterns and, you know, things like that. That's when the juices get flowing again. So there will be downtimes and that's when the fatigue, the boredom, you know, however you want to call it, it will come and it will come and go. And sometimes it comes and stays. So what I try to forewarn people about is while in the fatigue stage, you can sometimes slip into the next stage, which does not always happen. And really, I'm hoping because you're listening to this, that you can avoid this. But sometimes people slip into the anger phase. And when that happens, no one wins. Anger can come from fatigue lasting too long and not understanding that more enjoyable parts are coming. Anger can come from too many surprises along the way. Again, if you're listening to my podcast and following along with my advice, the surprises I'm talking about are the unknowns. They are something in the wall that nobody could foresee being there. They are delays from factories that nobody can control. They shouldn't be cost overruns. They shouldn't be issues with the contractors because you've done your research. You've done your shopping. You know how much things will cost. You were supposed to put a budget together that covered all the pieces of the puzzle that you want. You will also have a little nut set aside for the unexpected. But that unexpected no one can ever know really how much that can be. That is not anyone's fault. However, anger can kick in when the homeowner thinks someone should have foreseen this. Now, there are times where things should have been foreseen, but those are fewer than the surprises I've been a part of. For instance, on this bathroom project, it's an old house with cast iron pipes The homeowner had said that the master bath had been leaking periodically into the room below. Well, that's not that surprising. It's an original bathroom. It was built in the 20s, 1920s, not 2020, and that can happen over time. Well, turns out when we started tearing everything out, there was so much blockage in the pipe, we were stunned that the drains ever worked. And quite frankly, The homeowner said, yeah, backed up a little bit, but not very much. None of us on this project know how that's even possible. I mean, it was backed up almost to where it left the house. So we had to take out more pipe. One, because that is the professional job. A plumber can't walk away knowing that the pipes are nearly clogged. And two, we want to produce a project that works to the highest level that we can provide. Now, this client took it in stride and realized that actually his showering experience will be that much better without a tiny little bit of water at his feet the entire time. He has growing children, and chances are they're going to take longer and longer showers as they get closer and closer to teenage years. And all of that shampoo and soap going down will now actually be able to completely drain out of the house. 
So we avoided the anger stage. This definitely happened during the fatigue stage. And had we not been there or had I not been there to really fully explain this all to him, it could easily have tipped him into the anger stage. And once the anger stage takes a hold of you, I've seen very few clients really truly be able to come out of it. And what that ends up doing is creating a really toxic situation and environment for everybody involved. And what that can do is maybe the contractor tries to speed up the project because he wants to get the hell off the project. Maybe it means that they drag their feet because they sort of need a mental break periodically from being around this kind of angry environment. You know, none of this benefits anyone. So again, you know, I'm hoping because you're listening to this that you are wanting to know these steps in advance so that you can avoid them. And again, this also goes back to you're on a team and I think people lose sight of that. They think, um, again, sort of, as I've talked about in previous podcasts, they think, well, all contractors are alike. They're, you know, they're all trying to, they, they all screw up or they all trying to rip me off. And, and that can't eke in at this point. Because that shouldn't be true if you've done your research and you know you've hired a professional team. And secondly, it, it gets no one anywhere, but pretty much as, at a standstill. So that's where it always goes back to open communication, knowing what's coming, knowing the stages to predict. And I've had clients come back to me and be like, I'm glad you told me about those stages because I wouldn't have fully understood that all I was feeling was fatigue and that it would pass. And one woman said, yeah, I could easily have slipped into anger if I didn't realize that this was just a temporary stage in the project that again, and I can't say it enough, is totally normal. It's not you. It's not the contractor. It's not this project. Nothing's cursed. You know, I hear all of these things. My house is cursed. This project is cursed. You know, I bad karma. You name it. I hear it all. I, I've never experienced any of that because they're all similar. So that would mean everybody's got bad karma and everybody's got bad luck, which is not true, of course. So all of these stages happen in some degree. And more often than not, I don't see anger a lot. And truth be told, open and honest, I'm on these projects. So I'm also there to sort of head off, head off at the pass any of these major issues. That doesn't mean that anger doesn't still happen. It's just I'm there hopefully to sort of dull the edges a bit. But I do see people, they get mad. And, and maybe that's the better descriptor of what's more normal. And, and mad's okay. Look, we're human. You're worn out. You're knee deep in the fatigue stage and something goes wrong, right? Murphy's law, your nerves are frayed. You're just beat. And, and that can happen. Now, if that does happen, and this is what I tell my clients, if you snap one day and you kind of bark at one of the contractors and it may or may not be warranted, or if it's warranted, maybe it's not the most professional behavior because you are, remember, a part of this team, come back and apologize. You know, we're all human. And just say, oh my God, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I went out, I got a breath of fresh air. I cleared my head. 
can we start over? Or can you tell me again what that problem is? I promise I'm going to keep a level head. Anyone I've worked with would so much rather hear that than you bark at them, go away, and they leave going, oh God, is that how this is going to go from now on? Like I tell her of a problem and I'm going to get barked at? Because guess what? They'll probably sugarcoat the problem, which doesn't serve anyone, or maybe not even tell you, which totally doesn't serve you. So it all just goes back to you're on a team. It's okay. You might snap. We've all done it. It's just how you handle it. I once had a client tell me his project was going south fast. There was a kitchen designer involved and it was becoming obvious that she was in over her head and he was asking me to step in and try to resurrect the ship. And he said to me, you know, Renee, problems always happen. He goes, I don't judge people on the problems that happen. I judge people on how they handle it. And this was probably 15 years ago that this guy said this to me. And it has stuck with me like glue. And I think it is such valuable information. And and it's true, right? Lots of things can go wrong. And maybe she was in over her head. She should have just said it. Now, you know, we've all been there. We've all tried to stretch our abilities. And that's fine. That's how we learn and that's how we grow. But his point was, once she tried it, hit the wall, and it was brutally obvious that she needed help, then she should have asked. And instead, she dug in, got defensive. And anyway, it it didn't go well, but we did resolve it in the end. So assuming that you get through these stages successfully, because you've now listened, you're taking notes, hopefully, or at least mental notes, that this will happen. And hopefully in the moment, you'll even say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I remember, I remember this stage. Renee said to go down the list and figure out what's going to get me excited. Or Renee said to go outside and get a breath of fresh air, come back in and start over. Or actually, I've actually told clients during the fatigue stage, just get out of the house, go to, you know, the mall for four hours, wherever it is, you know, if you can go outside, go sit in the park, just get out of the house, break the monotony. Trust me, being in a house all day long with a construction site is not fun. I duck in and out of houses. I'm usually longest meetings are three, four hours. Most of them run around an hour, hour and a half. They're noisy. I'm glad to be gone. I'm glad to go outside and just hear nothing, but birds chirping. So that's a great solution. You can go outside and get some fresh air, call a friend, meet up for coffee, just break up the monotony of the construction going on in your house. Because the fourth stage is what everybody does get to. And that is what I call relief, exhaustion, with hopefully a whole lot of joy in there. And and obviously that stage comes towards the end. It's not necessarily the very end. I think it happens, it starts happening, it almost blossoms, right? It sort of starts happening when things get buttoned up a little bit, right? If you're doing a bathroom, the tiles on the wall, they're starting to install toilets and vanities. And you think, okay, I, I can picture this. I can see that we are closing in on the finished product, right? The excitement comes back. You see your project as you've imagined it all these months, years, however long you've been imagining it. This is, this is the gold, right? This is where you want to be. 
you want to make sure that you didn't go so far deep into fatigue and God forbid anger that it, it sort of taints all of the excitement and joy at the end, because trust me, you will have worked really hard to get to this point. The team will have worked really hard to get to this point. And everybody, I mean, all the contractors I work are thrilled to see a project come together because they buy in on it, right? They they want you to be happy. They want to bring whatever it is they're building to life for you. That's what that's what they do. So they get excited. They may not like it. It may not be their style. I trust me. I hear lots of contractors. He's like, mm. I had this one guy and I said, what do you think? I think it looks great. And he goes, mm, it's okay. And I looked at him and I go, wow, that just took the air out of my balloon. And he goes, that's not my style, but I'm glad it's up. You know, so everybody's got their own, you know, version of joy. You know, his joy was that it was done, right? His joy was that he had accomplished the goal. The client was happy. I was happy. So his joy, my joy, they were equal. They just were slightly different about what the meaning of the joy was. So I can't tell you enough times how important all of these early, early steps are to prepare yourself for these projects. And I've I've heard, trust me, I said in the beginning, a lot of clients are like, no way, this is never going to happen. And honestly, I hate that I'm always right on this one. And by being right, I don't know necessarily how long these stages will take. It also depends on how long your project is, if there are any significant issues on the project, unforeseen, you know, that kind of steps. But my goal is to give you the tools on the front end so that you can foresee problems coming. You can hopefully research your way out of them before they even happen. And then once, if you're in it and you're feeling stuck, you can reference back to this and say, okay, I'm not stuck for good. I'm stuck right now. And these are my action steps to work through it. Because the more clear-headed you can stay throughout the project, the more successful the project will be. And quite frankly, the more positive you will feel in the end. I have a client who has just the most beautiful spaces in her house. And quite frankly, her project was pretty bumpy. Some of it was contractor-related. Some of it was house unknown related. Some of it was her temperament related, to be frank. And while she loves her house, every time we talk about a space or an element in a room, she typically says things like, yes, I love it. But don't you remember when fill in the blank, something went wrong? And that always saddens me because yes, things did go wrong, but more things went right, far more things went right than went wrong. So I typically remind her, yes, I remember that, but don't you remember when X, Y, or Z happened? And it, it does help to remind her. And she said, you're right, Renee, I need to focus on the positive. And that is my advice. You need to focus on the positive. There will be negatives, hands down. I can't predict what they will be. I can't predict how many there will be. And I can't predict how difficult they will be, but there will be negatives, but along the way, there'll be far, far more positives, especially if you do these steps and do your homework in advance. So 
I really hope that what you're learning today is that the four stages, just to remind you, excitement, fatigue, anger, and relief, exhaustion, and at the very end, pure joy, they're normal. These are expected to happen at some point in your project. And my hope is that you will experience these four stages and they won't trap you. They won't create such roadblocks that you have a hard time moving on to the next stage. So thank you again for joining me today. I love trying to prepare everyone as much as possible to take on their home renovation projects so that they can be as successful as possible and celebrate getting your dream project done in the end. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. You can email me or direct message me through social media, and we can start a conversation about what it is you're going through right now. That will also help me come up with other ideas for future podcasts that I can share with everyone, as I assure you, we're all in the same boat together. I would really appreciate it if you would subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review. If you would like to find out more about me and what I can do, please go to my website, www.devignedesign.com. Thanks for listening and I hope to hear from you soon.